Stone on air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. As a guy I used to work with at the traffic over at the old station would say, it's finally Friday! It is the Stone On Air podcast. iTunes, SoundCloud, and stoneonair.com and any of those applications that carry any podcast, that's where you'll find it. Coming to you from WAWL.org. Not a big fan of yours either. The final day of a week-long experiment, if you will, is upon us. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast. Wasn't very long ago I had a job at a station that I worked for for 13 years. And that no longer is the case. So, trying new and different things. And I do believe wholeheartedly that eventually, it's still going to be some time from now, but eventually podcasting will become more of an industry standard and it won't seem strange. Um, It won't seem like a foreign concept to the general public like it does now. I have just spent the last three weeks doing lots of research, um, following uh, lots of social media accounts that are all about podcasting. There was one quote that was just like in a meme or something that uh, there was $400 million worth of advertising uh, in podcasting over a certain amount of time. Um, it is a real thing. It is a, uh, a viable way to, uh, to communicate, to, to, to be creative, to have that outlet to do things that you're used to being as in, in a traditional radio setting. I know a lot of people who that's all they do is listen to podcasts. So I do believe getting in, maybe, you know, kind of being forced to get into it now is probably in the end going to be a good thing. Um, maybe one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. Not again, not that yeah, this might be the best thing that ever happened to you. Everything happens for a reason. One door shuts, another one opens. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I, 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 I appreciate where you might think you're coming from, but, um, but in the end, maybe it will end up being uh, a, a good thing. I don't know. We'll see where it goes from, from here. Um, done this all week long. Had uh, Dana Rogers in on Tuesday. Ryan Oyer on Wednesday. On Thursday, Chris Gerke from Broke Down Hound. And today, here in just a few minutes, uh, Nick Lutzko. He's got uh, Greasy Rick in with him today, too, as well, I just found out. So that is uh, certainly cool. And I was just looking at some of the numbers. And this is just the SoundCloud numbers. Um, a lot of people don't are, are, don't really know what SoundCloud is. It's becoming a very, very big social media in itself. But it's just basically a place to share audio. Bands use it, radio guys use it, podcasters use it like crazy, and it, it works. It's just a really efficient app and site. And so I've been focusing on SoundCloud, but um, because I have uh, I'm, I have a channel or whatever you call it on iTunes, it, that all the podcasting apps, whichever one it is that you choose to go with, they 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 grab material from iTunes. So if you're on iTunes, you're on everything. I just found that out yesterday. That's pretty cool. But just using the SoundCloud numbers alone, we're, I always say we, because I used to, the old show with me and Tara and Nate. And again, this is just, a, this is a one man band. So I, my podcast for this week are approaching a thousand overall plays, mainly being mostly from that first day. I got a nougat.com right up from my buddy Sean Phipps, and, and that gave it some extra exposure. And a lot of shares and likes and all that. And I appreciate that from everybody who has uh, helped me with that. 
Um, so the bulk of it is from that first day, but combined together, it's it's if we're not at a thousand yet, if I'm not at a thousand yet, I'm awfully close. And so, um, so far, the market test is showing there are people who are interested. How long can you keep them? You know, tension spans very, very, very short. How long can you can I can I can I keep you coming back? I I don't know. Um, I can't do this every single day because it is a freaking chore. <laughs> when I would fill in for Jeff uh, over at the old station, it, it, it do it for a week. It would consume my entire week. I'd go to my day job, and then every other minute of my day was basically a, revolved around putting together a radio show. Uh, that was more difficult because it was two hours of rolling radio that was completely live, no net, and uh, it was it was more daunting task than this. But this is close because this is the same concept. This is live to tape. There's really not a net here either. Um, so I can't do it every day. Maybe do it every week eventually. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but uh, thank you for um, for your support because it, it's the. I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea what to expect, and uh, I'm 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 very pleased so far. Uh, the Republican National Nightmare uh, Convention is over. Don Trump spoke last night, and uh, I, I I see the light. I see the light, and I've changed my mind. I am on board. We need to make America great again. I am I I officially have flipped. You don't believe that, do you? <laughs> you shouldn't believe that because it's not true. Uh, as a matter of fact, just to level uh, be you know level with you here and 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 be honest, this is being recorded in advance of Friday. Uh, Donald Trump hasn't actually spoken yet in the real time of this recording. I'm actually headed to uh, Denver for the weekend. About six months ago, it's been a while. Right right after the the new year turned. And uh, baseball schedules were were official and all that. I looked to uh, to go to, for a reason to go to Denver because um, I, I went about a year and a half ago. I'm gonna give you my Denver and marijuana story here in a minute. Again, all you know, any, anything you hear on this podcast is not a reflection of Chattanooga State Community College or WAWL.org, but it is legal out in Denver. And I'm going to give you um, my story from the last time I went and the lesson that I learned that I will not, you know, have that will not be a problem again. I'll tell you that uh, coming up here in the Stone's Throw segment. But so we're looking for a reason to go to Denver. I had two jobs. I had plenty of money. So let's go. And me and my brother are going. And then now I only have one job. I don't have plenty of money. And I really have no business going halfway across the country. But we're going anyway. And so Friday morning, we're on our way out the door. I'll hit post for the show and then uh, jump on a plane, get on a bird, head on over west to Denver. And, um, boy, it's just such a great place. It's such a cool city. I would love to be able to branch out and and, and see more of Colorado proper and not just Denver um, I'm sure that it gets just gets better and better, but um, if you know, long weekend. We only have a couple of days going to see the Braves and the Rocks play uh, on Saturday night. Uh, Weezer's in town. I don't know that I'm going to go to that show because it's at a suburban um, amphitheater. It's not at Red Rocks or anything, and I don't know that I necessarily. I didn't, I didn't go halfway across the country to go hang out in some you know suburban strip mall and you know go to a Ruby Tuesdays and then go check out Weezer. It's not, it's not really the point of going out there. So probably won't do that. But um, there's also something else that I won't be doing that's perfectly legal out in Denver, and that's the subject matter of Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep, beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? What's kind of turned into a week of national politics on this podcast, which I did not intend it to be. I was actually wanting to focus more on local stories, but there really wasn't much going on locally to talk about this week. 
Um, and in the future, when I do podcasts, they will be more generic. This has been, you know, kind of a, again, it's, a, it's been an experiment. So I was, I was hoping to grab listeners closer to real time because um, I just I just was curious as to see how that would work. Generally speaking, podcasts work better that are more general. So you can listen next week and the week after that and the week after that. And you're not sitting around talking about, you know, the Republican National Nightmare I mean, the convention that's going on this week. You know, uh, conversation about something that happened two weeks prior generally doesn't hold people's interest. But that's been the, uh, the concept this week anyway. So Denver, Colorado, I went in April of 15. So about a year and uh, what's the math on that? Three, three months ago, about a year and three months ago. And my brother was getting married. Uh, so this was like his bachelor party, but only only using the words, the term bachelor party. So you understand the reason we were there. There, were, there, I mean, there wasn't strip clubs and nonsense. I mean, maybe somebody did. I don't know. I didn't. I don't do nonsense like that. But uh, it was a reason to get together and just go do something. And, I mean, I'll just come out and be completely honest with you. A lot of these people we were going with out for this trip uh, smoke marijuana. So they chose Denver so because it's legal there in the entire state of Colorado. And um, I, uh, I've i done my fair share of just about everything that most people have given a, you know, a dabble in. I can proudly, proudly say that I do not do drugs of any kind. Um, at this point in my life, I do get drug tested at my day job as a insurance purpose kind of thing. So even if I wanted to, which sometimes I do, but even if I wanted to, I don't because I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a child. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, risk my future, risk my, you know, my good life for the you know for a couple of cheap laughs you know over the weekend or something so i stay away from that stuff and i'm a festival goer and i've gone to shows my whole life i'm a big spread head panic fan i've been to i lost count after 40 you know 40 50 maybe upwards of 60 shows and that that kind of stuff we used to always do as kids um all the things that come along with going to shows like that but i don't anymore um i i I guess i i will tell you straight up i wish that i could but um, but it's it's no big deal. Doesn't it's 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 not a quality of life issue. But we get out to Denver, Colorado, and it is like being in another world. Certainly, another country. It is not like what you're used to in the United States of America. A lot of people think that that's a terrible thing about it. I happen to think it's a great thing about it. It's more laid back. It's uh, it's 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 very simple. You know, do basically kind of do whatever it is you want as long as you're not harming anybody else. Very libertarian kind of an idea. Um, there was lots of aspects to that that I liked. I also had a little bit of a change of opinion after going out there and coming back. And I talked about this on the old station and the old shows that I used to say marijuana should be legal, period. End of conversation. I don't care what. Your rebuttal might be, I'm not here to listen to it. Well, after spending a long weekend in Denver and seeing basically a town absolutely stoned out of their minds, I changed my tune to, I still think that marijuana should be legal, but I'll entertain arguments for people who disagree with that stance. Um, I will have a healthy conversation about it because now I kind of see why you might not think it's a very good idea. So I did have that change of heart, very minor change because again, I, I, I still think it should be legal. I don't think it's harmful. I don't think it's, uh, dangerous. I mean, I think it's as dangerous as, as anything else, you know, in, in our culture can be. I mean, your doctor gives you drugs. Basically, all you have to do is ask for them, whatever it is you want. Your doctor is the biggest drug dealer on the, in, in, you know, on the block. Uh, we're eating food and producing uh, processed, disgusting, cancer-causing, just, just disastrous food that we feed you know, our, our population starting at a very young age. 
Um, we have health problems that the rest of the world doesn't quite see the same as we do because of, of just the massive amounts of just junk that's out there. Uh, from what we drink to what we eat, we you know, if you're splashing down a, a pill or two with a with a you know a, a whiskey on the rocks, I mean that's a heck of a lot more dangerous for you than smoking a little little dope is. So, you know, I mean, you, we can go round and round on this all all day long, but. I, I do think it should be legal. So anyway, back to the story here. We'll wrap it up here shortly and get to uh, Nick. Let's go. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm done with long rants and lots of uh, you know RNC, DNC, anything kind of conversation. I'm just going to get this segment over with, and then I'll get Nick and we'll play some music. But um, so I'm hanging out at the bar outside of Coors Field, going to watch a ball game, and this dude has uh, like it's like a Hershey's bar. So it's a it's it's pot in food. It's candy. It's edibles. Incredibles, they call them. Uh, and he just gives me a little square, you know, like a Hershey bar. And you have that little square, you know, that's in squares. You can just break it off. Gives me a piece that big. And I thought, hmm, why the hell not? I take it. I eat it. I don't take it. Eat it. It's chocolate. That's all it is. It's candy bar. And uh, but it's got marijuana in it. <laughs> and we end up at the game. And next thing I know, I'm high. And I, again, I, I like it. I don't do it, but I like it. And then, I mean, basically just in the, out in the middle of, in front of everyone with a crowd of people. And there's just these little vaporizer things. That's, that's marijuana too. And here, check this out. You know, we're just at the ball game smoking pot. That's what we're doing. This is normal. That's what I mean by it's a different world. It's just, it is, it is, it is so, I think, cool. I mean, it just depends on how you look at it. Uh, and that's about the extent of it for the day. And then I, 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 maybe, you know, we, it was a long night. There might've been one more time where there was some kind of activity of, of marijuana in, involved. I don't really think a whole lot about it. I just, you know, it just kind of happened. And then I go home and then I get back into the daily work grind. And 10 days later, I get drug tested at work. At that point, I had two jobs, a radio station and my day job. And these were my livelihoods. I had to have these jobs. I was worried that if I were to fail this drug test, I would lose both jobs. And I would be in a really, really bad situation. And it freaked me out. I, uh, I went ahead and took, it was 10 days, 10 exact, 10 full days. And again, this is drug testing at my day job is because of insurance purposes only. And it just so happened it was my time. And I was terrified. And it was the the most nerve-wracking, scary, just, I mean, what am I going to do with my life moments I've ever had. And it lasted for three days because that's how long it took to get the, the, the results back. And, they t- and it turns out that the guy who, who was going to get the email was out of town till the following week. And I was going to Shaking East Festival in Atlanta. Over that weekend, it was going to be Monday before I found out whether I failed it or not. And this is a one and you're done. You're out of here. You failed. And um, so I am freaking out. I'm about to cancel my trip to Shaking Knees because I couldn't I couldn't even sit still. I could barely even go to work every day. I was like, I can't believe I've done this to myself. I talked to my brother. He's he is so upset. He's like, my bachelor party is going to ruin your life. This is horrible. And I was like, I know how stupid could I be? And my boss, and I told my boss, my bosses, I told them what happened. This wasn't like, I mean, I t- this is what happened in a legal setting. Here's what I did. And, um, and they, to, to, to be cool, they expedited getting the, the results back. So I didn't have to sit around for three or four more days. And it turns out I passed the drug test. It was clear. It was negative, I guess is what you would call it. Now, because I don't do drugs and I don't smoke pot just that one time, didn't stick for long and I was just so relieved and then I ended up going into shaky knees and had an incredible time and people were passing joints around and I said no thank you I don't think so and I'm proud to say that I don't want that crap I was so happy um and and went and saw Noel Gallagher that weekend and whoever else it was such a fun weekend and and uh and I told my boss I said man I promise you I will never put you through that again. 
I'll never put myself through that again because he would have been affected if I got fired. It would have totally screwed his whole world up and how he was going to you know, handle dealing with that position going forward. So it was a, a domino effect of, of people that it affected. It wasn't just me. It was my, my coworkers, my boss, and it was putting a lot of people in a bad position. And I promised him that would never happen again. And so when we decided to go back out to Denver, I was like, I guess I'm just going to go and watch people smoke weed. Because I am, seriously, I am not putting myself through that kind of stress again just to smoke a little pot. But good for Denver and letting their letting their population decide what they do and don't want. And I applaud them for that. So no pot smoking for me this weekend in Denver. This is the Stone on Air podcast coming from Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. Nick Lutzko, Greasy Rick, and hang out with me the rest of the however long we do this, play a couple tunes. We will be right back with the great Nick Lutzko. Now back to more Stone on Air. Psychological torment. Stone on Air. back with the Stone on Air podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, and StoneOnAir.com. Everybody, sing along! Well, they'll stone you when you're trying to be so good. Yeah, they will. They'll stone you just like they said they would. Every damn time. They'll stone you when you're trying to go home. They'll stone you when you're there all My name is Brian Stone. Thank you guys for spending some time with me, however you choose to seek out the show. The cool thing about this podcasting world is if you get on with iTunes, which I did a couple months ago, any of the podcasting apps or whatever, all works integrated together. So if you've got a podcasting app of some kind, like Pocket Cast or... Whatever else, it should be available there, too. So however you seek it out, I certainly do appreciate it. A long week. I want to th- say, again, thanks to Don Hickson and Chris Willis and David Mack and uh, I'm forgetting names of other higher-ups. Uh, all you guys, I appreciate you letting me uh, basically take over your radio station and, um, you know, for just to market test and see if anybody cares about this kind of stuff. And based on, I mentioned earlier, based on just the SoundCloud numbers alone, I mean, it's in the neighborhood of going on a thousand listens this week, and that's pretty. I don't know where the numbers are supposed to be, but in my world, that's that's a pretty cool number. So, and I, that doesn't even go looking at the website analytics, analytics or the uh, the pocket casting or, or all this stuff. It's a new world to me, so I'm trying to figure it out as I go. So I'm done with the Republican National Nightmare, the, the convention. Uh, done with anything else that matters and you know seriousness. For the for the for this week and for the next couple of segments, going to hang out with uh, Nick Letzko and Greasy Rick, who are in studio here with me at WAWL.org. Hello, guys! Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Actually, I, for the this is the first time I've ever seen Greasy Rick without the gear. Well, that's not really the first time, but w- one of the very few times uh, with without the gear. He's a very, very good looking man. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> and what he means by that is he's completely naked. Yeah, I mean, there's we don't have cameras or anything. You just shed it all, just strip down all the way. It's it, hey, whatever, man. It's all good. Extra greasy. Um, Nick, uh, we talked about it at, at Bonnaroo. We kind of joked is like we should probably not. Uh, do anything for a while because you've been on the show a lot and just because you've had a busy year and i've you know i i, I enjoy your uh, uh your music and it was just and there was lots of things there was worth doing a few times but it was like you know and we just happened to just have that bonnaroo thing come together it's like yeah the, 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 people are gonna start talking about you know nick and brian sitting in a tree kind of thing mm-hmm. we should probably uh back off for just a little while until there's another good reason and then hell as far as i'm concerned this is good enough reason so yeah yeah yeah, man, we uh, are excited to be a part of this uh, 
it's a it's a launch in some respects. It's yeah, it, 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 a little bit. Um, I'm hoping to. I again, I don't know. Every week is a new, you know, a new kind of idea, a new thought in the last three and a half weeks or so, and at least a weekly thing. Um, and I want to get a studio built at the house and all these kinds of things. But uh, so anyway, yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But speaking of going here from there, you've got some uh, reoccurring things you're working on with the Big River uh, Thursdays that you're you're, you're hoping to, to 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 have a little bit of regular. Um, you know, cash flow a little bit, but the next big show is the uh, the Brewfest. Yes, Brewfest is um, August twentieth, Saturday. Uh, we're playing with JJ Gray, Mofro, Perpetual Groove, Mike Harris, Grammy Award winning Mike Harris in the is it River Review Band? I think that sounds right. That up is this close enough? That sounds right. Um, Brewfest always, <clears throat> man. Uh, people talk about. You know, Riverbend. You know, being you know, over, you know, big and people from everywhere are there. These days, I can't go to the Brewfest and not run into just about every person I've ever met in my entire life. And so that's sometimes not a great thing. <laughs> Usually, it's a pretty good thing. And for you, for a performer, for a brewer, for somebody who's trying to showcase their 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 craft, whether it be music or their beer, uh, that's certainly is. Uh, those, those are good numbers. Yeah, those are good numbers. Uh, so that's a, that's what the gimmicks. What you're doing? Some of these are reoccurring is without the gimmicks. I saw the noon tunes uh, yesterday. Yeah, that was. Um, I woke up to a text at about eight thirty in the morning. Um, I was filling in for. I was going to say I didn't know about it in advance. Yeah, it I never. I didn't hear one happened. thing about it. There was some talks about um, having a song because it's a. I don't know how long they've been doing it. A month, two months. Uh, not that long. When they started back up again, they talked about doing something with the band, like some kind of acoustic. Thing and um, but we haven't got any further than just talks and then yeah I got the text yesterday morning and it was cool it was a lot of fun I I, I went last week and saw Ryan Oyer just because I was downtown and um it's a cool thing they're doing I hope it uh, yeah Ryan was here some. Ryan was here on Wednesday and that's down at the Miller Plaza it's literally it's not just a clever name tunes at noon mm-hmm. uh, at twelve yeah every 12 single noon. person I told I was like hey I'm like my mom my girlfriend I'm like hey I'm doing noon tunes. At Miller Plaza. Like what time? Cool, what time? Uh, <laughs> noon. At 12 noon. Yeah, not just a clever name, but uh, I saw it on the stream uh, on my phone. It was a, 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 I don't know who powers that, EPP, I guess, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I thought that was certainly as cool. But I did think, I, I'm glad to know like, I, that, that it was just a last minute change because I was like, why didn't I know about this? Because, uh, I, I mean, I worked right down the road. I probably would have uh, stumbled in there Well, I was over here. So, I don't know. This week's different. But, anyway, that was cool, and that stream was really high quality. So, looking forward to checking out more of those. Let's uh, let's jump right into uh, some live tunes here. We'll talk about uh, – I want to talk about, when we get back from uh, this, this, this break into the, the final segment of the show, because when I met you was – or formally, I mean, I think we might have run into each other years ago, um, but things were a lot different then than they are now. For you and the band all the way around. I want to talk about that when we come back. But uh, let's uh, let's just jump into something right now. Greasy Rick and Nick, let's go here on the Stone On Air podcast. Live live to tape, anyway, on uh, org, the studios and the campus at Chattanooga State Community College. Nick, let's go and Greasy Rick, live. One, two, three, bow. Someone more, so I turned to the opposite side. Finally, would invite to a friend of mine when we asked him if he had a lie. He told us to look inside and started grinning like a barracuda. Grinning like a barracuda, he was grinning like a barracuda from the Taj Mahal to Chattanooga. Grinning like a barracuda from the castle to the bargain of Judas. Grinning like a barracuda. Uba chaka, uba chaka, uba chaka, uba chaka. Just give them the light when we came back to the opposite side. I 
couldn't believe my eyes when they started grinning like a barracuda. Grinning like a barracuda. They were grinning like a barracuda. From Tiananmen Square to Bermuda. Grinning like a barracuda. From the castle to the barking of Judas. Grinning like a barracuda. When I saw it, I just couldn't deny it. Electrobrite, I dropped in my iris and I started grinning like a barracuda. Grinning like a barracuda. I was grinning like a barracuda. The judgment of all the Chattanooga. Grinning like a barracuda. From the castle to the back in the Judas. Even the broke blind, violent, toothless. Started everybody everywhere. Was grinning like a barracuda. Grinning like a barracuda. Everybody grinning like a barracuda. Like a hundred thousand islands. Nick Let's Go and Greasy Rick from Nick Let's Go and The Gimmicks. Live here on Stone On Air. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, and StoneOnAir.com. In a matter of a couple of minutes, I'll be on a bird flying out to Denver, Colorado. And I will not be smoking dope. If you listen to the first segment, you know why. And if you didn't listen to the first segment, rewind it. Go back and you can listen. you find out. One more segment. We'll call it a week. Be right back. They'll stone you in, you are young and able. They'll stone you in, you're trying to make a buck. They'll stone you in, then they'll say good luck. Yeah, but I would not feel so all alone. Everybody must get stoned. Stone on air, we'll be right back. You're back with the Stone On Air podcast. This is Warren Zevon. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Speaking of being dead, it took Warren Zevon dying for me to finally pay attention to the man. Of course, we all knew the one song. And then it, if you really branched out, you knew you know, like Excitable Boy or something. But uh, this guy's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. So at the end, tail end here, I want to play this song in its entirety here in a minute as we wind down the podcast for the week. Again, in the neighborhood of a thousand listens, I think we'll be over a thousand listens from SoundCloud by the time this show is posted at 11 a.m. on Friday. Kind of trying to simulate a live talk show. That's because that's what I've always done. Um, not necessarily sure that that's the best approach to something like this. Uh, I'll I'll reevaluate going forward how how we do this and um, and just again a, a market test this week to see. Where the interest level is, and I think it's it's pretty clear the interest is there. And so I appreciate you uh, very, very much for uh, seeking out the show, however it is that you do it. Nick Let's go and uh, Greasy Rick in here with me for uh, the final segment of the show. Again, uh, thanks to Dana Rogers and Ryan Oyer and Chris Gerke and Nick and, and, and Greasy Rick for being here this week and helping me uh, make this fun and as interesting as possible. Nick, when I first uh, – you reached out to me when the show uh, – the at the old station, the old weekend show was first being launched back in January. You got with me very early, and um, and and so and I, I was familiar with you, but I didn't know that I was. It was one of those uh, I just I've ignorance. Things are a lot different between now and then. Did you see your I, I mean say career, but at least where you are now? Did you did you envision that in that short period of time? That was probably early February. 
that we yeah. first talked maybe maybe uh maybe maybe the end of january did you see being where you're at now then i mean i'm sure you're optimistic and you're a very positive upbeat kind of guy but did you did you see being where you are now because it's it's well, the popularity has really picked up at least from my vantage point it's it's one of those things um looking back from where we're at now to what we were doing then it's you know pretty clear that we've made a lot of great strides but as far as the day-to-day operations go it doesn't feel a whole lot different you know like yeah. we just keep working really hard and trying to you know put out the best product I guess you could say um, all the time and um, I think since we started about a year ago it's been a steady climb it, you know I mean I think you get what you put in and as long as we're working hard and always trying to be better and always trying to find creative ways to reach new people and uh, satisfy the relationship we've uh, formed with people, whether those be fans or media or venues or whatever else, I think it's just going to continue to keep going. That's the hope, at least. But, um, I mean, since day one, I think every month uh, has been a great step uh, above the one before it. And... Um, I think if you asked me the same question uh, back in February about what we were doing in July or whenever the, the of the previous year, I would have probably had a similar answer. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 got to be pretty satisfying. Um, I mean, I've had similar things in my life where I'm like, I've got a goal and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm gonna make this happen. And this and, and, and regardless of what I got to do and how long it takes, I mean, you you basically have told me in the past that. You put together this band, not maybe specifically for that for the Road to Nightfall run and, and all that, but with that very much in mind. Like that was oh, yeah. that was a, a goal of yours was to win that competition, and you did. And so that's got to be a pretty, year later. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, yeah. That's got got to be pretty satisfying. And and that wasn't you know some kind of you know backroom deal. I mean, which this city is sometimes known for. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Um, I was there every step of the way on that, and, and I mean, you won that competition because you were the best out there. We had you had some very very good competition, but you were the best. There's not one person that walked away and said anything other than that. So that's got to be pretty satisfying. Um, the Brewfest is the next big show coming up. Uh, any other? I mean, loftier goals looking into? I mean, we're you're gonna you know, snap our fingers. It's gonna be 2017. Yeah, I, mean, I know, what? man. Um, it gets pretty vague from there. Um, uh. I don't want to make any promises, but I'm really working hard on trying to get um, some new music out by the fall. Um, both records that I've released up to this point have been totally self-produced, and I've I've played everything on them. And um, within the last year, I've been working on some stuff in a very similar uh, manner, and I'm hoping to polish that stuff up and release that, and then hopefully start the new year um, working on recording some stuff with the band. We won the studio time from... Uh, Road to Nightfall. Oh yeah, okay, and we've cool. Been, uh, Soundry is that right? Stuff together. Yeah, at the Soundry with, with Brett Nolan and um, yeah, uh, Chris uh, Gerke, who was in yesterday. Broke down Hound. They, this album he laid in my hands yesterday. They he recorded oh. that there too. That seems to be the awesome. place to go these days. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's, to, does to get, good work to get uh, professional recordings done. So, uh, Greasy Rick, how's this? How's this uh, roller coaster ride been with with Nick? I mean, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I don't imagine you expected to be exactly where you're at if i were to just take a guess no i had no clue how's it been it's been fun it's looks like it looks fun. like you're having fun a lot of fun um the greater chattanooga uh video yes that was pretty darn cool man yeah yeah they, yeah. they do great work over there at tci they do everything they do is awesome and um tyler Pugh did the video we we kind of um, I've, I've met tyler before yeah we've become pretty good friends with him working on that he did you know he had uh it, it started off no we didn't really have a, a, a an extremely clear vision of what we thought the video should be he kind of wanted it i think originally he wanted it to be more uh, about um what it takes to put on a show at jj's and i guess myself and the band being secondary but it just wasn't kind of coming together the way he'd hoped i guess and they kind of pushed it back and set it aside and um i think it was uh fate stepping in because we we won road to nightfall and then we headline nightfall and we had the parade so we had, all, had that, all that footage had all that extra narrative and footage to put in there it just really made it pop i think yeah. and, uh, 
Yeah, search it out on uh, Facebook or anywhere else. It's a it's a pretty cool little what seven eight minutes or I think it's about eight minutes. Yeah, about eight minute little video they put together. Uh, Tyler Pugh, I forgot his name. I'm glad you mentioned his name. I've had him in at the old station a few times when they're promoting some of the work they do over there. And I have reached out to those people. I just well thinking out loud, talking out loud to to you guys and you know to to listeners of the podcast uh, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and StoneOnAir.com. Is that that's one of the things I'm looking into doing. There's a, um, and I think there's a couple other people in town that are looking to do similar things that I'm doing based on some conversations that I've had. This is going to sound a little cocky, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's, there's nobody that can do what I want to do better than I plan on doing it. I'm just going to say that out loud right now um, because I've had a lot of experience in, in what I'm doing uh, for 13 years, really closer to 17, but professionally and, uh, and, and commercially. 13 years um so i i welcome you know anybody who's doing anything in this town f- creatively uh and i'm on your side whoever you are whatever you're doing i'm on your side um but just know that if we have similar ideas mine's gonna be better <laughs> just tell you that right now uh, but i'm having com- conversations of of putting together there's a a, a a station out in seattle kexp that does these you've probably seen and didn't even realize it uh, these live shows, professionally recorded, like webcasts and TV kind of things. I'm looking into doing things like that. Cool. Um, because there's just a lot of other things other than a little ratty FM station uh, that you know barely works and pays their employees uh, <laughs> poverty level wages. There's there's plenty more out there, and I'm finally realizing that. So we'll talk more about that, and certainly with your visual aspect of what you guys do, that would play beautifully into some of the ideas i have right now we're just we're talking conceptual at this point you know it's just it's just ideas right um but a lot of people interested in having those conversations so let's put the wraps on this week let's put the wraps on this uh show i've got to uh i got to get on out of here and head out to colorado for a long weekend and i need it man i need i need to be with some like-minded people for a few days and that's going to be a, a lot of fun my guests today nick let's go and greasy rick from nick let's go and the gimmicks both tunes we played today last one uh and this one are are new-ish i mean you played yeah. around town yeah we been, uh, i think we premiered this next one at nightfall um both of these would be on whatever ends up being released in the fall if that happens um in the works so all right cool be on the lookout for that nick and greasy rick in today Putting the wraps on a week of podcasts. Thank you again for being here. However, you search out the show live from the live to tape from the campus of Chattanooga State Community College and the studios of WAWL.org. Nick and Rick live right now. Thanks, Brian. This one's called Stairwell. One, two, three.
shed creation swimming in my head and the city marching in the streets for an awakening I might lie might lie like the hourglass overturn the matches struck the stairwell burns I hear a calling from the cow walk as I make believe I might outshine the twilight oh sand overflow and I'm screaming the fire grows sand overflow Nick and Greasy Rick from Nick Let's Go and The Gimmicks putting the wraps on today's podcast, putting on the wraps on a week of podcast. Nick, Rick, guys, thank you so much. Um, the show, the next big one will be the Brew Fest down on the uh, Ross's Landing Riverfront there. You know all about that. One of the biggest events of the of the year, each and every year, the Southern Brewers Festival. What are we up to? 22 of these things? 25 of them? I don't know. We've been doing it for a long time. 22nd, I believe. 22nd. I remember being on the blacktop over at uh, Big River Grill in the freaking parking lot. We were watching Kevin Kenny back uh, 15 years ago, probably. And it was cool then. It's even cooler now. Um, I'm out of here. Brian Stone is my name. This is the Stone On Air podcast. Uh, find it at SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, on the website at stoneonair.com. I know it's kind of a boring website. I'm going to change that here into the future. Get that thing screaming. Make it a destination. Lots of cool things happening. And uh, anybody who uh, participates... It gets involved, listens, helps, guidance, uh, advice, whatever. I appreciate every single one of you. And it is a truly an honor that you would take time out of your day to listen to me. I'm not sure why you would do it at all times. Sometimes I think there's content worth doing. Sometimes not as much. But it's, I, I appreciate you beyond belief. So it is my ultimate pastime. It is what I've done my entire life, my adult life. That is my true passion. There's nothing else that matters to me as much as stuff like this. I know that sound might sound a little weird, but it's true. So thank you very much. I'm going to leave the uh, show in the show differently than normal. Um, the great, late, great Warren Zevon and things to do in Denver when you're dead. We'll talk to you guys again sooner than later, I promise. Cause I got some weird ideas
cafe Dressed in black, tossing back a shot of rye Finding things to do in Denver when you die You won't need a cat to find a priest Maybe you should find a place to stay Sheets, and you just fool around and.